Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wicked Stepmom. I apologize that it's been so long, but shortly after my last episode, I was um, hired for a job. And needless to say, working full-time, being a single mom of five kids with my husband deployed has been uh, very time-consuming and doesn't leave much uh, spare time to do the things I love like this. Um, so I started working at an integrative medicine office. Um, I really like it, but it's downtown, which surprisingly only takes me about 30 minutes. Um, but, you know, getting up early in the morning, driving all the way downtown, working nine-hour days, and then driving back home, you know, I get home like 5.30, 5.45-ish. I immediately have to start into dinner. And then by the time dinner and dishes are done, we have to start showers because with five of them, it takes an hour. Um, and then brushing teeth takes another 30 minutes. And so there's really just not a lot of time to do anything fun. Um, I've also been continuing my journey towards getting my associate's degree. So uh, most recently had four classes that I was taking in addition to everything else going on. So it's been busy. I am kid-free today. So I thought that I would sit down and fill you guys in on the last month while I drink my coffee. Um, so the last month as a deployed or as a wife with a husband deployed, um, has been fine. I've noticed that this deployment has been a lot easier on my heart than the last one. And I don't know if it's because I'm more settled in my step-parenting journey or if it's because bio mom isn't here <laughs> Or if it's just simply because I know this one is shorter um, and I know more of what to expect. But this one has been um, much, much easier so far. A lot less heartache. So, obviously, like, dates change constantly. So, last week it was, you know, oh, we'll be home in a month. And then... Now this week, it's like, oh, maybe only two weeks. Um, so I'm really excited. We're nearing the end of this, um, hopefully. And I really just can't wait to have my husband home. When it comes to work, I really like my new job. And found it funny that I went and had lunch with some girlfriends yesterday and they were joking with me. Um, they were asking me, like, what do you, what do, you do now? Because I had scrubs on. And I said, I basically do everything. I said, I answer the phones. I put monitors on patients, refilling medications, you know, ordering, inventory, billing, all of that. And they started laughing and making jokes. Like, because I also told them, you know, I was supposed to only work till 4, 4.30, it ends up being 5, and so they were laughing at me, telling me how, like, of course that happens to me, like, it always happens to me, I'm going to work part-time, and then 
I end up working full time or I'm going to be hired as front desk and I end up doing all the things. Um, and then they said that like when I quit my last job, I was just going to be a stay at home mom and do my school stuff full time. But I ended up like doing other things. So I started this podcast. I helped my boss, my old boss during tax season. Um, oh, I was substitute teaching. So it was funny to have them teasing me about that. And um, I was also thinking that it would be fun to invite them on for a podcast episode because they know me really well. They know my step-parenting journey. They know how I am as a mother. And they've worked with me, so they've seen you know, how I handle work with all the family stuff I have going on. And um, I don't know. I just thought it would be really fun to have them on. So you can look forward to that. I think they'll be willing, and um, maybe we can get that done within the next couple of months. Uh, let's see what else. When it comes to school, this week is my last week of two of my classes. And then I'll have a week with just my other two classes. And then I'll start on my last class before I get my associate's degree. So I'm really, really excited to be done with school. Um, college is not for me. I think that it's dumb. I haven't learned anything new or anything that will be useful to me in the future. So basically getting a degree just to say I have a degree but not learning anything. So um, I think college is dumb, but I'm so close to being done with this and I just wanna have like the piece of paper that says I accomplished this. Just to have something because people value college degrees very highly um, and more so than work experience or work ethic, which is surprising, or even fucking common sense. So, um, let's see. What else do I do? Oh, podcast. So I always think about like all of these topics that I want to talk about or the things that I want to say. And I, I think about other step parenting podcasts that I listen to and social media presence, all of that. And I can honestly say that like this podcast comes from my heart and sometimes it's hard to share the things about my step parenting journey because I worry about getting backlash if bio mom ever listens to this. Um, I don't want to start shit. I don't want to have more conflict in our relationship. Um, but at the same time, it is important to me to be honest and to share my journey. Um, so when it comes to a social media presence, I am friends with her on Facebook. And I don't think she gets on Instagram, but mine are linked. So if I post something on Instagram, she sees it on my Facebook. Um, so I, I really like hesitate to share too much um, because of that. And, you know, people might say, well, then why are you friends with her on Facebook? Well, because I've learned a lot by being friends with her on Facebook. And it comes in very handy for um, potential future needs. So I will 
continue to follow her and I'll continue to keep my social media limited um, and maybe, you know, throw a few tidbits in here and there. But um, I don't know. I just, as much as I want to have that social media presence, I, at the same time with her, I just can't bring myself to to do it because of the conflict uh, that could arise, or I should say I'm 99.9% sure it would arise. Um, the last month I have been so busy that I have not updated my document where I track everything. So I'm really hopeful that I can remember most things and you know, still the dates and stuff are what's easy for me, but it's remembering the other stuff that's hard. Um, like the no seatbelt wearing or the stupid hunter's education and like no, nobody knowing the 13 year old's passwords because they just trusted her with it, which is fucking stupid. Um, anyways, so things that have been going on the last month here um, we've had Matthew and Izzy, our 13 year olds, do the babysitting of the younger kids throughout the day. Um, they make sure that all the chores that I list in the morning are done by the time I get home. Everybody gets lunch. Any other things that I have written down, they make sure to do. So it's really nice. And a lot of people think that like it comes across as surprising to them that the 13 year olds are babysitting. But I mean, I think our 13 year olds are pretty responsible when it comes to um, staying at home alone. They know the expectations that we have. And as far as I know, they, I mean, the worst thing that they probably do while we're gone without me knowing is um, like spend more time than I would want them to on their phones. But I can I can live with that. Um Oh, let's see what else. Trying to think of some shit that we have gone through. Oh. <laughs> so I'm really glad that my husband like backs me up in my parenting and um you know, we have very similar parenting styles. Um, one of my stepkids actually said that their mom doesn't like me because I'm so much like their dad, <laughs> which I take as a compliment because I think he's fucking awesome. And, um, so anyways, uh, we, I always ask the kids like, how was your weekend with grandma? Um, what was the favorite thing that you did or the best time that you had? Uh, what's something you struggled with? What do you want? What do you need? So sometimes Izzy wants to do it without the little kids around because usually it's a tattle fest um, or she's at least able to vent her feelings about them without them hearing. So if I ask her these questions and she's kind of quiet, I also ask her, do you want to talk about this later? And then, you know, sometimes she'll say yes. So this one time she told me yes, she wanted to talk about it later. And I'm like, okay. So we were talking and she told me that they were at their grandma's and jumping on 
the trampoline and uh, Zoe and Gabe were jumping and um, Gabe accidentally hit Zoe when he was jumping, which is fine. Like, I don't think anything of that. They're jumping on a trampoline, limbs are flying, whatever. So Gabe accidentally hits Zoe while they're jumping on the trampoline. And then Zoe ends up accidentally hitting Gabe while they're on the trampoline. Um, so he stops jumping, walks across the trampoline, starts hitting Zoe and pulls her hair. He is 11 years old and she is eight. Um, they're very similar in size, but Gabe has a history of just lashing out and hitting instead of using his words, which is what we stress at this house. So he walks across, pulls her hair, um, smacks her around a little bit. So Zoe gets upset, goes running, crying to Izzy. She tells him what happened, and then she says she misses her mom. So Izzy said that she comforted Zoe and, um, you know, made sure that she was okay. And then that was that. They moved on. So I told Izzy, you know, that I think she did the right thing. And I'm glad that Zoe came to her with that. Um, also asked why nobody told their grandma because, hey, let's get this fucking kid a consequence for his actions because we don't do that. So anyways, I find out about this and I am pissed because he's done this many times before, more times than I can count with his sisters, with kids on the bus. Um, and it's usually only girls. So, um, you know, TJ sat him down before and explained to him, like, we don't hit girls. We don't hit anybody. We use our words, you know, like, please leave me alone or please go away. Please stop that. Use your words first. So with bullies or with trolling, we tell our kids, ask them to stop. If they don't stop, ask them to stop again. If they don't stop then, walk away. If you can, you know, remove yourself from the situation. If they follow you, then you can do something about it. And that doesn't mean like lash out and hit them. But like if they follow you and they hit you, fucking hit them back and I'll back you up. But if you walk away and they follow you and they keep trolling or running their mouth, um, then that's when you can you can start being a little more aggressive uh, with your words and maybe stop saying please and just yell stop at them. Um, so anyways, I get Gabe downstairs and I'm talking to him about it and at first he acted like he didn't remember, you know, and Zoe said she didn't remember. Well, how do you not remember your brother walking over and freaking smacking you around, pulling your hair? So I'm convinced they don't pay attention to anything or anyone um, outside of what they want. So I, I tell Gabe, like, how would you feel if I, you know, if you did something I didn't like, and I walked over and just started smacking you around and pulling your hair. And he's like, I wouldn't like that at all. No shit. So I walk over to him and he's got like short hair. So I use my thumb and my pointer finger to like pinch little pieces of his hair and like pull it. Didn't pull it out. Nothing like that. But just wanted to pull it enough for him to feel it. 
And I said, I can't hit you, but I will pull your hair. So I gave a little pull on his hair. And I said, how do you like that? I said, wouldn't you much rather I use my words? Yes. Okay. Like, why'd you do that to your sister then? You know, like, be nice to your sister. Don't do that. So I ended up FaceTiming TJ later that night just by chance. And I told him, you know, what happened and that I pulled Gabe's hair. And he <laughs> he goes, good. He goes, if I was home, I would have done the same thing. So it made me feel glad that he backs me up in that and that he would have done the same thing. Um, because, you know, if bio mom found out about that, she'd be fucking pissed. Like, don't touch my kid. I'll take care of my kid. So that happened. He hasn't done it again that I know of, but I won't be surprised if it does happen again. Um, some other things that have gone on, um, my oldest, Matthew, I've always struggled with him when it comes to like attitude and sassing. He's always been disrespectful to me despite like my efforts of trying to like come at him with like a friendly approach or understanding. I understand you're frustrated, blah, blah, blah. For whatever reason, when he talks to me or if he knows he's in trouble about something he just instantly like goes red and sees fire so he is always like automatically 110 percent frustrated with me over anything I do that's not what he wants so if I have to get after him for something it's immediately an argument it's immediately um like him frustrated no matter how big or small the situation is. So the other night, Gabe put his plate in the sink and then like walked upstairs. We don't do that here because we're always caught up on dishes. So you finish your dinner, you rinse your plate, you put it in the dishwasher. That's how it goes. So he just leaves it in the sink and walks away. So when I go to put my plate in the sink, I see his in there and I go, Gabe. So he comes downstairs and I go, why is your plate in the sink? And he's like, because I thought um, the dishwasher was full. Okay, well, did you open the dishwasher to look? No. Okay, then how do you know it was full? Oh my gosh. So anyways, I had to get after him for that. And basically getting after him is me saying like, we don't do that here. You rinse your plate, you put it in the dishwasher. If you're unsure whether it's clean or dirty, open it up and look. If you're still unsure, ask a question. Hey, Jenna, is the dishwasher clean or dirty? I said, it's that simple. Well, then Matthew gets all huffy puffy saying that I should have just done his dish and not gotten after him for it. I'm like, oh no, I don't think so. Like, what if every kid did that all the time? I'd be doing all the fucking dishes? No way. So that was an argument that spiraled downhill real fast and resulted in him telling me that I'm being a bitch. So after he called me a bitch, I just looked at him mostly because I was in shock, but I was also thinking like, 
what is the appropriate reaction to this? Because I'd love nothing more than to walk over and smack him across the face right now. Um, my mom did that to me once when I sassed her. And I mean, I, I still remember her doing it. She smacked me across the face and she goes, you little bitch. <laughs> and I didn't call my mom a bitch. I think I was just sassing her, but I still remember her doing that and saying that to me. And, and it, stuck with me obviously um but I was thinking like what what do I do like don't call me that that's mean <laughs> that's not my personality but I was also stunned like do I punish him do I call his dad like what do I do so in the process of me taking these few seconds to think I see my mom is calling me so I always answer when my mom calls and so I answer, she's like, hey sis, what are you doing? I'm like, oh nothing, just, um, Matthew just got done calling me a bitch. And she's like, what? <laughs> so anyways, um, I got to vent out my frustration with my mom and, you know, get her advice on the situation, which was helpful. Um, but... Long story short, ended up talking with TJ about it. I called my ex about it. Um, and I just told my ex, like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't have him here doing this because the other kids see it. He's teaching them. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tolerate it. And, you know, basically he's gonna just live at your fucking house if this continues. And he's okay with that, but he also knows that it's good for Matthew to be here and it's good for him to see me. So um, I'm not sure where his anger stems from. Um, I, I truly believe that it's from all of the shit his dad talked about me when we were first divorced. I think that he remembers that and that stuck with him and he thinks that I'm the bad one because I'm the one that chose the divorce. He doesn't remember the things that led up to the divorce or anything that I put up with throughout our marriage. Um, so I think that that's why, but, but I don't know and I don't think he'll ever tell me or admit to it um, and I only know like a few things just what I've heard um, over the years like the kids letting stuff slip or um, gosh I think that would be the only way that I had heard that because I don't remember hearing it from anybody else um, so really like the, that's that's I'm sure only a fraction of the shit that's been said about me. So we can only imagine what my son thinks of me. Um, Ryan's still a super mama's boy, so he loves me and thinks that I'm awesome. And because I don't talk shit about his dad, he thinks the same about his dad. Um, I am going to take a quick break, drink some coffee, and I'll be back. Okay, got my coffee and I'm back. Um, 
so a couple of other things that happened this month. Um, I had to leave work early one day, just by an hour, to take Izzy to her orthodontist appointment. Um, <clears throat> I'm really thankful that my work understands that I'm single parenting right now and, you know, is totally fine with me missing an hour of work to do something like this for my kid. That is something that is very important to me and uh, something that will keep me in a position longer. Um, one of the jobs that I had before, uh, when Jaden was run over, there were three guys I worked with. One of them did not care so much for, but the other two I really loved. And they were always very supportive of anything that I needed. But um, one of them on... So Jaden was hit on Monday at noon. And so I obviously didn't go to work that day or the following day. But I went in on Wednesday... Um, just because I kind of like wanted to talk with them in person and figure out a plan because we kind of got past, you know, the first 24 hours and all of that. And um, he told me that they're going to need me there during regular business hours, um, which to me, like at the time, I wanted to say, screw you and walk out because that's my fucking kid and I'm going to be with him if I want to. But I did need the job at the time, so I I stayed and tried to be as accommodating to them as possible, but still, you know, getting what I needed from my son um or not from him, but you know, like being with him. Anyways, so my new job is very understanding of that. So I leave work, I come home, I get Izzy. We go all the way to her dentist's office, which um, was all of our dentist's office because I love that dentist. But um, we get there and we're early, which I'm the type where I would rather be early than late. And because I come from downtown, I have to go all the way home, opposite direction, of the dentist's office and then all the way back over to the dentist's office. I didn't know how long it was going to take me because this is the first time I had had to do it. So I just um, gave, you know, a little bit of a buffer. So we get there early and because of coronavirus, um, we stay in our car and we call them when we get there and then they come out and they get the patient and then everybody else just waits in their car. So... I call them and the girl's familiar with us because we're there every month for Izzy's braces. Um, and she goes, she goes, oh, you're, you guys are pretty early. And I said, oh yeah, I know. And so I explained the situation to her and I told her, you know, we're totally fine waiting till our scheduled time. You know, it was like, I think we were like 30 or 40 minutes early. Um, and she was like, uh, she was like, okay, well, you know, if we can get her back earlier, of course we will. So, um, then I 
uh, I think she called me back and she goes, hey, I was going to ask, do you want to schedule Izzy's next one? And I said, yeah, let's do that. And then I remembered that I had made a note to myself that I wanted to um, ask them when we're done paying off her braces because right now we pay um, every month for her braces and we have for um, over a year now. And I think with Jaden, we paid like for a year and a half. Maybe it was only a year. I don't remember. But um, anyway, so I just wanted to know like how much longer we have to pay this so that we can, you know, like stay on top of it and, and figure it out. So it's July, mind you, when this happens. Um, and she looks at me and she goes, or not looks, uh, she says to me, um, I don't, I don't see a payment being made since March. And I'm like, what? March? And I said, because, so we pay our half. I just Venmo our half to Cami, um, because she's set up on automatic payments. So I go, well, I said, I don't know how much you can tell me, but like, I thought she was set up for automatic payments. You know, what, was it just not going through or was there a problem? And she goes, let me do some, let me do some looking and, and I'll get back with you. And I'm like, okay. Also keep in mind that this is all via Bluetooth in the car with Izzy listening. <laughs> so then they come out and they get Izzy. Then the lady calls me back and says that it looks like we were done making payments in March. March was the last payment. So we have April, May, June, July, four months that we've been paying her $70. And, you know, where is that going? Why hasn't she said anything yet? So I told TJ, I'm like, well... Let me go back because there were a couple of times we didn't pay her uh, because one time um, there was like an insurance thing that we were waiting on and Cammie wasn't calling the insurance. We can't call because they're on her insurance. So I told TJ like until she figures it out, I'm not paying anything. So... Um, because in the past, there was like a $12 outstanding balance for something. And so I just paid that. But um, like nobody could get in contact with her. She wasn't calling them. Anyways, so um, and then the other one was right when she first decided to get Izzy braces, um, she didn't ask us what we thought. She didn't do anything but tell us when it was going to happen. So when she told us, we knew that TJ would be coming up on um, a promotion. And for those of you within the military, it was um, also included him moving to an AGR status. So we weren't sure um, how that would work with TRICARE if both parents had TRICARE, if maybe we would like one would pay half, the other would pay half, maybe they'd be fully covered. So TJ told her, just wait a month until this AGR thing, you know, smooths over 
and we can get it figured out. Well, of course, she didn't fucking wait a month. She just went ahead and got it done. Also, I will say that I called the dentist and they told me that it is not medically necessary. It's purely cosmetic for her. Also, she didn't have all her fucking teeth in, which is why she's had braces now for over a year and will continue to have braces for who knows how many more months. Um, anyways, so there were a few months that we didn't, um, we didn't pay her. And so I went back and looked and to me, it looks like we've only overpaid her by one month. So to avoid starting any shit, I'm not saying anything and I won't say anything, but I also just won't pay next month. So she can pocket the extra $70 and next month comes around, I'm not sending her half. And if she reaches out and says, hey, where's my half of whatever? Like, well, you know, payments were done being made in March. I don't even know if she if she knows that or if she noticed that. <laughs> so um, we'll just wait and have that conversation next month um, if it arises. And if not, then great. Um Another thing that happened was our um my oldest stepson Jaden, the one with the good mom, um text me. I text him frequently, you know, every couple days or so. But um he texted me reaching out cuz he um wanted some advice. And for me, like as a stepmom, like why aren't you talking to your mom about this? Why aren't you talking to your dad about this? Like why me? Why are you talking to me about this? And I didn't ask him because I don't care. Um, I just am glad that he came to one of his parents. Um, but it really made my heart happy to know that he's comfortable confiding in me and... Um, And willing to come with me, come to me with a problem. That tells me that he values my opinion and he trusts that I'll be honest with him. And that means more to me than than most things in this world. Um, also, this was right after I'd got done yelling at him. <laughs> so... It, it just goes to show like you can still be hard on your kids and they'll still love you. They'll still come to you for advice. So, or maybe I was just his last resort. I don't know. But um, it's kind of funny what I was yelling at him about because um, last month, so it must have been June. Yeah, it was June. So... In June, I get an email from Verizon or a text from Verizon, I don't remember, um, saying that like we've got X amount of charges on our phone and to call them immediately. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's going on with this? Because last time TJ was deployed and we had, um, you know, like the international fees I didn't get this notice. So I'm like, something's weird. Something's different. So I called right away and they said that, um, 
we went over on our data significantly, like $90, and then also international charges. And so I explained the situation. I said, well, what, what phone has all these data overages? Well, it was Jaden's phone. And then I told the guy, like, my husband's deployed, so we were expecting these international charges, and we'll just pay them on our normal bill like we've done in the past. And he's like, oh, okay. So um, he goes, I'll just make a note um, in here that, you know, you're going to pay this when you pay your normal bill. He goes, as for the data overages, um, you know, I'll mark that you'll pay that you know, on your next bill too. And I'm like, perfect. Thank you so much. We also weighed, because then I started asking him like, is it cheaper for Jaden to get unlimited data through our plan? Or is it cheaper for him to get his own phone line? And the guy said, honestly, it is cheaper for him to get his own line. And I'm like, okay, it's like $5 difference, which isn't huge, but you know, it's $5. So I got the prices from him and I, I don't remember if I text or called Jaden, but I told him like, Hey, like you are going to owe us an extra $90 on your phone bill this month because of data. Um, and then I told him that the Verizon guy said it'd be cheaper for him to get his own plan. And I gave him the prices of what it would be for him to stay on our plan and what it would be to get his own. So long story short, we go through, like Jaden says, well, I'll just get my own phone plan. Okay, cool. Just, you know, have Verizon call me for permission when you get there and we'll make it work. So we go through this for like weeks. I'm going to go tomorrow and then he doesn't fucking go and, you know, just on and on. So then um, there was one day I was leaving work and it was like 530 on a Wednesday, I still had to come home, make dinner, feed kids. So I thought, I'm just going to order a pizza because um, it's faster. It can be delivered by the time I get home or whatever. Well, because Jaden had used all of our data, our our internet had slowed down so much that like I couldn't even check my email if I wasn't on Wi-Fi because it was so slow. It was taking forever. So I go I go to order a fucking pizza and I can't because my internet is so slow. It's taking like 10 minutes just to get each page to load. So I'm mad. I call Matthew at home and I said, hey, like get on the iPad. And I was trying to walk him through ordering this pizza. Well, you know, he's 13. He's never done this before. So he has a lot of questions. Meanwhile, I'm driving in rush hour traffic on the freeway. So I go, you know what, Matthew, like, just give me the phone number to the pizza place. I'll just call it in. He's like, okay. So he gives me the number and I call in the pizza. Well, they say it's going to be like an hour for delivery, which would put us at like 645. So I said, well, how long if I just come and pick it up? And she's like, 20 minutes. Perfect. So I'll pick it up in 20 minutes. So I thought, well, I'll just go straight there, pick it up, straight home. We'll be eating by 6.30. Well, 6.15, 6.30. So then I thought, like, fuck this. I'm going to call Verizon, and I'm going to get more data 
and then Jaden can just pay for that so that I can have more data <laughs> because I think at this point we were like five days into our new billing cycle and I was not going to go the rest of the month like this. So I'm trying to look up Verizon's number. It's not in my phone contacts, so I have to go online and search their customer service. Well, of course, this is taking for fucking ever. So I call my sister and I'm like, oh my God, like explain the situation and I said, can you please get Verizon's customer service number and text it to me? She's like, sure. So I get the text from her and I call Verizon. And I explain the situation to the Verizon girl. And, you know, we talk about data rates and what, was, what would be best or whatever. So she said that she can give me like one gigabyte for $15. So I'm like, perfect. Like, give me two gigabytes. <laughs> So then I thought, well, I'm going to tell Jaden that like if he uses all this data, I'm just going to keep buying data and keep charging him for it because I don't go over my data. He just fucking uses it all. So I sent him a text and I said, call me when you can until then. And then I go all uppercase the rest of the text. Do not use data or I'll charge you $15 per gigabyte and $20 for every phone call I have to make. <laughs> because I was pissed. So anyways, he texts me back um, like four hours later and that's when he was asking me for advice. But I just thought like, like perfect example of being hard on your kids, and I was not nice. I was fucking rude. Like, get your own fucking phone plan tomorrow, or you're going to be paying out the wazoo for this fucking data. Long story short, we ended the month with, um, I think it was $135 in data overages, in addition to the 50-something that he pays us for his phone bill. So... <laughs> Poor Jaden had an expensive phone bill last month, um, but I just wanted to give a little like sprig of hope out there for those of you that feel like maybe you're too hard on your kids sometimes and you wonder if they're going to still love you, but most of the time I think they will. I really think that that is it for... Um, for the last month, I mean, I I know there was so much more that happened. I just can't think of it all right now. Um, but I will try and get on again soon. Uh, this week, I will be kid-free for literally like eight days, I think. Nine days? Eight nights, nine days? I don't know. So um, I'll I'll have more time on my hands and I can hopefully pop out some podcasts for you. I'm going to start reaching out to some of my step-parenting friends and see if they would be willing to um, come on and talk about their journey. And I look forward to talking to you all soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. Please leave a review and follow me on social media wickedstepmom.6 on Instagram, Jenna Garcia on Facebook. And if you have any questions, comments, 
or topics that you'd like me to talk about, you can email me at wickedstepmom.6 at gmail.com.